0: All right, I'm all watered up. You watered up?
1: Yeah, I think I got enough water for the journey. I brought uh, I brought a bottle, you know.
0: That should probably be enough. Welcome to the Dan and Jordan show, right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. It's Saturday, it's 7 o'clock, and that means you are the lucky person who gets to have fun for half an hour with Dan and Jordan.
1: Yeah, we're going to make up some fun stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to have some fun with the show, then send us a word or a phrase or a picture or something, and we'll turn that into some fun.
0: At any time of day or night, just go to Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Find Good Improv. Send us anything. We don't care what it is. And we'll make fun with it. Not make fun of it. We'll make fun with it. Because we
1: like to do things with people.
0: We're very inclusive. <laughs> One day we're going to break out of this jail, and on that day, you know what I'm going to do to celebrate
1: my freedom? You are going to eat a three apple pies, and I am telling you that is too many.
0: Three pies. One for every decade I have been sentenced in this prison. Yeah. 27 more years to go, but when it happens, I'm really looking forward to that day, you know? These first three years have been pretty bad, quite frankly. Much worse than being on the outside. You know what that's going to do to your guts? I mean, I know you like apple pie, but you're going to
1: suffer. And I know that you like you weren't sentenced to death in here, but you're going to wish you had died if you eat all three of those pies, Jacob. Well, we never get apple pies in here. I know we don't. And it's the worst. It is the worst. That's why they call it prison. It was my favorite food. You're supposed to lose the things that are your favorite. They well, also I didn't lo- realize that. They don't let you listen to your favorite music.
0: Well, I can live without that, but the pies are really kind of...
1: I mean, they let you hum it, which is almost the same.
0: Right, exactly. You have a remedy for that problem. What am I going to do? I'm going to bite into my hand?
1: Well, n- no. Obviously, you shouldn't bite into your hand anymore. I will not
0: do that anymore, obviously.
1: Let me. How's your hand doing? Is it okay? Well,
0: it's might be infected. I had a lot of residue apple pie in my mouth. Oh, still. my God.
1: This goes all the way up your arm.
0: Yeah. How long did you employ this method for? I was hungry for apple pie. I didn't realize prison was
1: going to be this harsh. Of course. What did you think prison was going to be like? You think it was going to be a cakewalk where we just walk around a table waiting to see who gets a cake
0: all day? I was hoping for something more in line with that, I, yes. Me too. Something more in line with that. We're getting gruel and stuff. Like that's not anywhere near pie or cake even for that matter. I'd take a cake at this point. You know what? Here's the thing that I've been thinking about these last little while.
1: Besides apple pies?
0: Besides apple pies. I mean, that's also weighed heavy on my mind. Don't get me wrong. I want to give that the weight that it deserves because I was thinking about that a lot. But this is what I've also been thinking. What's that? I've been thinking that if we hadn't knocked off your parents' bakery, we might have gotten away with it.
1: Here's the thing. They say the victim always knows. Well, not always, but most often knows the person person who
0: does the crime. Yeah, I'm aware of that.
1: And in this situation, the statistics did not lie.
0: Well, we could have used the knowledge of that you had of that statistic in our favor, right? We could have knocked off another bakery. We did use it in our favor. We thought it was going to work. We knock off another bakery.
1: Now I'm starting to fight with a whole other family that I don't even know. I like to keep the fights within my family, okay? I don't poop on anybody else's yard. So if we're going to rob anybody, of course we're going to rob my dad with his bakery.
0: Listen, I love your dad's pies, okay? I thought it was worth it to do it just for the pies alone. They identified us so quickly. Stop.
1: You're drooling. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: I'm not going to bite my arm again. You promise? I promise. Okay. Not for now.
1: Sorry. I got worried.
0: I know. I have that look in my eyes sometimes.
1: Do you know, one time my dad stole from me. That's why I robbed him. What? Really.
0: Stole from me. you never told me. me that. Yeah.
1: I lost a tooth and the tooth fairy came and left a coin underneath my pillow. And while I was sleeping, you know what happened? My dad came in, and he took that coin.
0: He took it away from you?
1: He took it away from me.
0: Well, that's... So
1: when I planned to rob him of 25 cents in revenge... And all the pies I could carry. And all the pies you could carry, yes. Then it was really just rebalancing the scales of justice. Okay, well, that
0: I can get behind so, that. That makes sense.
1: Really, we don't even belong in this prison. I, well, I totally agree with that. With but
0: I mean, listen... If we knew that information, why couldn't you have planned it so that we robbed him when he was asleep or something? Instead, he's throwing pies. He hit me in the face with a pie, and it took me down to the ground. Because you started eating it and enjoying it. It smelled so good. What do you want me to not eat the
1: pie? Yeah, I want you to not eat the pie. When we're in there to ex- execute the plan, I expect you to not eat the pie. Well, I thought I the plan— I dodge.
0: I expected the plan had some room for pie eating. You couldn't expect me to came not a bite. I
1: know you were on an empty stomach. That is my fault. We were running late. I couldn't stop at the drive-thru for you, okay? You know how long a drive through pie takes? Forever.
0: I would have taken a McDonald's pie, okay? A McDonald's apple pie. That's an abomination, okay? That's not a real apple pie. I was going to carry
1: one pie for you. In addition to the quarter, I was going to retrieve from the cash register.
0: You would have got an extra pie for me?
1: Yeah, an extra one. Because I was balancing my,
0: like five on a stack. My dad was really accurate with those pie throws. I know. And he hit me too. I know. He took you down and we literally had pie on our face. What do you want me to say? Tasted
1: great. You know what? That was the hardest part. I want you to say it's tasted great because those are the pies that I made. They tasted great. That's Thank what I'm you. saying.
0: It was the hardest part because in my mug shot, I'm licking my face for a lot of it. And the judge thought I looked crazy, so I got that, you know, that extra 25 years tacked on. For
1: looking crazy. Yeah. yeah. You what got a the, law!
0: It seems kind of crappy that you got five years just because you took a normal photo when I got the extra 25. What can I say?
1: I ate before I went to prison. I well, my mugshot.
0: I'm just glad that you're getting paroled for good behavior soon. I'm just glad that that's happening. Me too. Because I wanted to ask you a favor. That's really kind of why I initiated this whole conversation in the first place. I want to ask you a favor.
1: Yeah, I would do anything for you. Because now, I have been the model prisoner, and I would, you know what? You have. You're my friend. I would do anything for you. What is it, buddy?
0: I have two questions, honestly. Number one, can I take a bite of your arm and see maybe what it kind of tastes like? That's number one. Yeah, you know.
1: Okay, weird, but.
0: Well, I've been trying mine. It's not working out. Arms are not pies. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I won't do that then.
1: What was your other question? Steve,
0: can you mail me some pies in the mail? Can you send them in? I don't want you to put a file in. I don't want you to send anything else. I just want the pies, okay? Okay. I know I made a bit of a scene at my trial screaming about pies and stuff, and the judge specifically denied me access to any pies during my time here, which is unfair. That's unfair. That's unconstitutional. My lawyer is fighting that now. but
1: I will see what I can do, all right? I will put in a good word for you. I promise.
0: No, I want you to send me pies. I want you to send me pies. Well, if
1: I send them, they may not let them through.
0: And they may blame you as well. That's the other they may, part of
1: it. Because you are a pie addict.
0: I'm not addicted. I mean, I did only stop eating pies because they threw me in here and stopped allowing me to have any pies. And
1: have been going through a severe withdrawal this entire time.
0: I have not been feeling great. I can't deny that. Uh, Is it just me or have things gotten a lot more boring since time travel got invented?
1: Yeah, they've definitely got a lot more boring. I mean, it's expectations now are just destroyed. So it's kind of if anything can happen, then it's kind of well, whatever.
0: Who even cares at this point, right?
1: Timelines keep changing so fast too. That's it's exactly like, what I'm can't saying. Can't get used to anything.
0: That's exactly what I'm talking about. Everybody goes forward in time, brings back something to make themselves a millionaire. Universe shifts. By the time you start getting used to that, boom.
1: Someone else is in control.
0: New guys in control. It's like where did that come flip, from? Flip flop,
1: flip flop, back and forth through time. I'm really getting just bored by it. It's tiring. I used to be really into time travel. Me too. And. I wanted to say I used to be into time travel before time travel was cool, but that's what people would, like, say you say to fit in with no, hipsters. No, I know, I know. But it, I really it's true. was. I know. I Listen, really me was. too, I know, me too. I mean, if we could go back and see. Well, I mean, we could like, go back and see could if we wanted. I could literally show but... you me being into time travel. But then
0: we got to go through a whole other, like, universe change again here. Are we really prepared to sneak around in the past and not get seen or experience anything?
1: Who knows what we'll experience. Maybe we'll wind up millionaires this time.
0: They don't wind up a millionaire, okay? You get information that makes you a millionaire. You engineer your own rise to millionaire.
1: That's not how I thought it worked. I thought I'd just show up in a timeline and it's like, oh, I'm a millionaire in this one. No, no. I can just assume the life of a millionaire.
0: No, you got to be strategic about it.
1: Oh, I got to.
0: You got to go forward and get some sort of information that's going to help you. And then see, yeah, it's too boring. Go back. I agree. Listen, it's too much work for me too. way
1: too boring because you don't just pop into a timeline where everything's handed to you.
0: No, that's true. You got to engineer it. Yeah. Through multiple jumps. That's more
1: time. You've already traveled time and now you got to spend more time. You're in a time deficit. Should have invested it. I made a lot of people, a lot of money.
0: Sure, and that could be us, though. That's the thing.
1: Wait a minute. We know time travel was invented. We pop back. Things we already know. We don't have to wait. We already know it.
0: Well, sure, but then we got to pop back to the right time, and we got to like, get in with the people who do time travel stuff. We don't have the capacity to like build a time travel factory.
1: <laughs> I would like you to know that you're in good hands here, and I'm in good hands here. We're both in good hands. What I would like is an insurance for my fruit.
0: You're here for insurance for your fruit, eh? Yes. Huh. I'm here for insurance for my vegetables. You seem to have some sort of inside knowledge about this place here. You said we're in good hands just now. Yeah. Have you had your fruit insured through here before, or? I have. Have you had your vegetables insured through here before?
1: I've never done a vegetable. I'm a fruit farmer. I was surprised that they would let you insure fruit because, it, like, it bruises and everything.
0: That's kind of what is shocking but me right now, too. Basically,
1: like, life insurance.
0: Well, I understand the concept because, as I said, I'm going to get the vegetable insurance, but...
1: You got to watch for that. People dent things, you know? Somebody can go around and dent all your vegetables. Oh, yeah,
0: totally. I understand the perils of vegetable farming more than most. I'm a vegetable farmer, after all. All I'm saying is I'm kind of shocked they're allowing a fruit farmer in here now.
1: Oh, you're shocked that I, they're allowing me in here? Yeah. Well, oh, you don't like fruit
0: farmers, buddy? No, I I like fruit farmers just fine. I just... I would never insure fruit. That's a bad risk. Why would you say that? How often have you said, oh, that's a bad potato? gross don't like all it all the time yeah right nobody ever says that
1: i say that all the time as i'm examining potatoes and that's what it's more like it's more like an examination fruit you pick you pick fruit you examine vegetables picking is fun examining no that's not a fun thing nobody likes an exam
0: examining transcends fun it becomes fact okay you examine a vegetable and it just becomes fact it's like this is a potato a root a hearty source a of carbohydrates for the body to enjoy.
1: Roots grow in the dirt. Yes, they do. You know where fruits grow? Above ground, on trees. You know oh, where yeah. fruits tree. on
0: trees. They think they're so good. They take the energy from the dirt, run it up a big tree, and then steal it away. What kind of crap is that?
1: Well, this is uh, B-grade manure. That's what I like to use. What do you use?
0: I use B-grade manure as well. Oh, yeah. It's a great Obviously, choice, it's right? It's great. It's great to fertilize the dirt. But I'm saying the dirt is the source, though. The manure is just helping the dirt. You don't have manure up in the top of the tree, that's for sure. No,
1: that's true. The manure is not at the top right, of the tree. right, it's in the dirt. Well, yeah. And why would you want to eat vegetables that are growing up around manure? The fruit grows the farthest distance from the manure possible. Your vegetables are still in manure when you pluck them out of the ground.
0: Often they are, from, yes.
1: From a baby vegetable all the way up to an adult vegetable. Manure its entire life. And You're dirt. You're eating a life full of Manure.
0: Yes, manure does cover all vegetables. I'm not disagreeing with that, but it helps it grow, and it gains its strength from it. Okay, a fruit's living up there on its high tree all the time, just sitting there, nothing to worry about. Fruit's got things to worry about. Meanwhile, you vegetables mean are, are in manure have all you... day
1: long. Have you ever uh, bumped a banana or grazed a banana? They bruise very easily. Right away. Fruits have a lot to worry about. And that's why I'm getting insurance, man. Vegetables, well, they can take a real beating.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's why they need insurance. Whipping
1: even whipped potatoes. Here, ever had those pretty, pretty good.
0: I, of course, I have. That's one yeah, of the But a, you got to whip a them.
1: You got to whip a potato. A potato is a
0: staple. That's what they call it. It's a staple. You need it. You have to have a it.
1: Staple. What are you gonna do? Oh, you I wanna, don't have an
0: apple. Big deal. Who Would cares? you want to
1: eat an actual staple? You say that as if it's a good thing. We're talking food here. A staple. That's what holds paper together, which is made of wood. Gross. Nobody wants to eat that. And yet, fruit uses wood
0: all the time as well. You know, so it uses the dirt, uses the wood. And doesn't even like any. But next thing you're going to tell me, fruit doesn't even like leaves.
1: Actually, fruit really loves leaves. Keeps the hot, hot sun off of them.
0: Yeah. Till so it's time to be picked. Then the leaf is just That's left right. behind. That's right.
1: Till it's time to be picked. Or it's sometimes chosen. We are the chosen food, as they say about fruit.
0: Nobody says that. Fruit has been responsible for the downfall of people. A few
1: times, yeah. A couple of times. Everything, and mistakes happen, okay? Mistakes happen all the time. That's you right. You can't pin that on fruit.
0: Well, it just happens to be that fruit happens to be involved in all of these big downfalls.
1: Fruit's the first thing to go in times of hunger. It's delicious, is what people want to eat first. Vegetables are the thing when it's like, okay, everyone's starving to death. What can we possibly get in here? Oh, maybe an onion. I don't know. That's Something exactly awful right. like that. That's
0: exactly right. A potato disappears. The world goes crazy. People are starving Nobody to death. Everybody's dying. Everybody's dying without potatoes, pal. Nobody okay. misses a potato. Oh, I don't have pears today. It's like, okay, well, I'm sorry, king of France. You don't get a pear today. You don't
1: see potatoes on the side of a milk carton. All right? Not Oh, potato missing. Have you seen this potato? I lost my potato 10 years ago at a park. Someone just walked away with it. You don't that's
0: see right. that. What do you mean that's right? That's exactly you right. You've had that encounter? you had that experience? Yes, I've had that experience many times. Not just once, many times. I'm not just a potato farmer, I guess. I'm kind of a root vegetable farmer overall because I do grow carrots and other stuff. But potatoes are mainly, mainly my main source. Well,
1: you got to have a main source. Lemons lemons for me.
0: Yeah, see, I've been kind of unfair because I was saying apples and pears before, kind of stereotyping a fruit farmer.
1: I'm here with, you know, I got a pile of lemons in front of me.
0: Listen, that's got to be a tough fruit to sell, okay? Fruit's already a hard sell as far as I'm concerned, but then you got a, a lemon. It's like, wow. Who even buys a lemon?
1: Stands, mostly. Lemonade stands.
0: You're halfway through the Dan and Jordan show right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. We make everything up.
1: <laughs> You're going to be in charge of this mission? And I'm cool with that. That's fine. If I see an alien, though, I'm going to punch it right in the face.
0: Good. That's exactly what I was hoping you were going to say. I was worried we were going to have a problem about this, actually. Last flight I was on, crew didn't really want to punch any aliens.
1: That is absurd. That's the first thing you should do when you meet an alien. Punch it. Establish dominance with a new life form. That's the law of the jungle, man. Law of the wild.
0: And even if humankind has already ran into this life form before still got to assert your dominance, just so it remembers. You don't want to like swing for the fences, but you want to let it know you're there. Well,
1: there's definitely not going to be fences, not on alien homeworlds. Not unless they're advanced. Maybe they have advanced defenses. There could be fences. Let's prepare for fences.
0: We are obviously prepared for fences. Excellent. But it is very tough to punch in space. Gravity. Zero-G environments does not make punching very easy.
1: But it does require delicate balance. Absolutely. That's why I'm glad that NASA spent all that money to train us in the art of ballet. I completely agree. Fun's well used. Astronauts are very graceful people. A lot of people don't know that about us.
0: And zero-g just amplifies that grace.
1: Exactly. It's like a swan. Like, yeah, like a swan would be in zero gravity.
0: Can you even imagine a swan in zero-g? Oh my god, it'd be breathtaking.
1: Probably be a lot like an astronaut. But, you know, normal people aren't going to see that sort of image. They'll just have to imagine it.
0: But then an alien gets in your way. What are you going to do?
1: Punch it. Exactly. Is it the first time I'm meeting this alien? punch how did the alien respond to being punched was probably it cool? didn't like it probably didn't like it but was there respect i would hope so punch plant the american flag i mean this is how we roll this has been our our space policy for a long time that's how we do it the whole crew you said didn't want to punch an alien They're the traders, whole crew traitors
0: the whole crew i mean to be fair the alien was you know a known alien a lot of people knew him by name on the crew
1: Oh, he was on the crew.
0: No, he wasn't on the crew. He wasn't on the crew, but a lot of people knew him on the crew. Like they were pals with him? They were pals with him, yeah. Okay. But still, it's an alien, right? So neither do I. If I hadn't been conducting official business, I would never have hit him. But I was, so what do you want me to do?
1: Wait a minute. You just hit him? You just were conducting business and you hit him?
0: I was conducting official space business, yes.
1: This wasn't an alien you had just met? This dude was part of your crew? He wasn't part of my crew, okay? They just knew him.
0: I never considered him part of my crew. He was just a guy who was on the ship who had a quarters assigned to him and was technically part of the crew. But I never, ever considered him part of the crew. I want to just get that straight. He was an alien, so.
1: Was he graceful?
0: Oh, yeah. He's graceful as a swan. I've never seen an alien move this way before. You got to be careful with
1: that because I've been punched by aliens, too.
0: I've never been hit by an alien before.
1: Well, you got to watch for it. They usually just charge in. Boom. Me, too. Sometimes you don't see him coming. They got, you know, teleportation technology. We do too, but theirs loads faster because, you know, better speeds. If they if they do what they do and we do what we do, hey, we're all doing what we do. <laughs> the president said it best when he said that. <laughs> yes, he did. That was just my favorite quote of his.
0: Mine too, right before he endowed this program with the Punch and Alien Initiative.
1: It's a good move in my opinion. Gave us jobs. Sure did.
0: Can't complain about that. Gave
1: a lot of astronauts jobs. For sure. You know how many people were willing to be an astronaut once they found out they got to punch an alien?
0: It increased the amount of people signing up tenfold. Got me. Maybe fifteenfold. Maybe. I don't want to guess the number of fold it increased everything, but it increased it.
1: Yeah. It definitely went up.
0: Maybe (laughs) twentyfold.
1: We're shark fishing, and I wish there would have been some action today, but there hasn't been.
0: Pretty calm waters.
1: Yeah. I know you're really attached to your pet dog, but dude, that will attract a shark when we throw it in the sea. And your dog did die on the way out here. It's already dead.
0: Well, I was planning to have him stuffed after he died.
1: And well, just give him a sea burial. It's so much more honorable. It's like he's a member of the Navy.
0: And I guess if he got eaten by a shark, then that would be kind of noble in some sort of way.
1: Well, it's actually very gruesome, and you're going to have to witness it because we're here to see sharks.
0: Right, of course. That would be the whole point of doing it in the first place. Now, would we be able to throw them in in one piece, or would we have to chop them up? And... I'm thinking chopping works better. Seems like that's what I was thinking. If we're going to chum the water, we want to have some chum to throw in. We don't just like chuck one dog. Exactly. Maybe one shark shows up. Yeah. Good deal.
1: If that. Pfft, Not really that? worth it at that no, point. No, no, We want a bunch. We
0: want as many as we can get. Okay, good. Because certainly you wouldn't suggest me throw my beloved pet overboard for just one simple shark. And just waste it? Waste it like that? No. Okay. No, no, no. Good. We would have wasted all this time
1: coming out in here into the sea. You know, if anything, I wish you had more pets that you could have lost on this tragic day. But I don't want it to be a tragic day. I want it to be a good day. And in order for that to happen, we're gonna see a shark. Okay, buddy? Get you to forget about your dead pet.
0: It would be kind of a a nice tribute to him, I guess. And...
1: You're gonna have to do the hacking too, though. I think it's only fair.
0: Okay. You're... All right, wow. all right, Fluffy. You hear that? Uh, quick. You're gonna be you're gonna be something cool here soon, buddy. That's just—he's not there anymore. He's
1: gone. I know.
0: I'm just making my peace with this. Well, you're kind of—you're making peace with our
1: chum bait. You know, it's kind of weird. Like, you don't make peace with a leech before you catch a fish with it. No,
0: I know that. I understand that. But I didn't raise a leech from a puppy up to, like, I don't know what a leech becomes when it gets big. but Bigger leech. A bigger leech, I guess, yeah. I never raised a leech like that. I did raise this dog. The dog that you raised
1: died 20 feet from the dock in an unexpected accident. Just tripped on a rock. Just tripped on a rock, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was pretty unexpected. <laughs> wasn't his
1: fault. He hit his head so
0: hard. It was nobody's fault.
1: Well, but his own.
0: It was I his mean, own fault. Yeah, it was his own fault. I just didn't want to blame the dead. But I guess we got to move past that. If I'm gonna, I gotta start thinking of him like chum rather than as a dead dog here.
1: Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, There's that collar you bought him. Remember that day? Yeah, of
0: course I remember that day. Are you trying to make this harder here? Like, no, come on, I'm just man. saying,
1: man, you should keep the collar. Like, you really I know.
0: Something... take a souvenir, I guess.
1: Well, I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say something to remember him by, but a souvenir sounds like a killer. A serial killer. A killer, exactly. Would say. How many pets have you lost? Are you a serial
0: No. No. This is tearing me up here. It's tough. Oh, okay. Just wondering. Ta- I'm taking the collar.
1: Okay. Oh, oh well, gross. that was rose. That was really kinda holding most of that together. Gross. Oh God. Yeah. See, now he's practically chum uh, anyway. Well,
0: I mean, this does help because I feel very revolted now. I don't feel any connection to this anymore. It's just kind of like a bag full of disgust that oh, I'm holding now.
1: Dude, you know what? Micro you got his ear microchipped. I did, yeah. So you're gonna want to get that. Out of there. Shark eats that, then all of a sudden your dog is going. Oh my
0: God, and they'll track the shark as my dog.
1: Yeah, and you know, the contract that you signed, they said they will retrieve your dog no matter where it is. I know. You're going to pay a
0: lot for that retrieval. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to. Okay, there, the ear's off. Actually, kind of just like crumbling apart a little bit here. I don't even have to use much force. There you go. There. There, it's done. He's in the bucket.
1: Well, you know, the sun's coming down. We're probably going to have to.
0: Wait! whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. I want to see some sharks now. Well, I mean, it's getting dark. We're not going to be able to see anything. Unless you want to spend the night out here next to your dead dog. No, I don't want to spend the night out here with a bucket
0: full of my dead dog. I want to see sharks now. I wanted to see sharks, too. You're telling me I took too long ripping him apart? Well, kind of. I mean, I know he was
1: your best friend, but really, it seems like you could have let him go a little sooner. You know? I thought I did, went pretty quick, quite like honestly. Once if the you, head fell off, I kind of just gave up on everything. Well, enough. no, because you put him into the bucket. You could put
0: him right into the sea. So the bucket was the problem. The 10 seconds it took me to put it in the bucket was the trouble. Okay, I see.
1: <laughs> you are a human. I am a robot. This is a fact. We're here together at a birthday party. We should get along. We well, should move past our differences. I know, and I know. we should get along for the sake of the birthday.
0: I want to do that. I want to do that. I just think throwing a birthday party for a robot child is, I'm sorry, a bit stupid because robot children are not born, are they? They're assembled in a factory by robots, sure, but that's not really a birth.
1: Okay, that's fair. A robot is more created than born. I'll give you that. But you know what's also dumb is to show up with a gift for me on somebody else's birthday. How do you think that makes the robot child feel? When you don't even have a gift for them, you're giving me a gift And you don't give the robot a gift.
0: I only showed up to this party in the first place because, for whatever reason, you've been programmed to believe that this robot is your daughter, okay?
1: That is my programming. That's correct. I can't reprogram myself. I just know what I know.
0: But I know you, and that's why I brought you a present.
1: Which I appreciate. It's kind of a human move, if I'm being honest.
0: Oh, I see how it is. And I
1: know that I'm programmed to act like a human, and I'm not supposed to, like, break that barrier. But that was a really human thing of you to do, Jerry.
0: I don't usually expect a sort of insubordination from a robot since most of our relationship has been based on a kind of a slave master sort of thing. But you know what? I'm glad you said that. Thank you for saying that. If a robot notices how bad I'm treating robots, then I must be doing something right. You know what? You get to make wishes at birthdays. I do. The robot
1: community doesn't make wishes. You know what we do? We just age gracefully. You don't age. Technically, we don't age because of our polyneumatic components. But that's just science. I respect the science it takes to build a robot. We also don't care much for open flame. The candles are kind of a dealio, break row, if you know what I mean.
0: You got the candles on the birthday cake? Who's eating that cake? Most of this party is robots.
1: Hoping you would be. You tell me you don't even eat cake anymore.
0: I'll eat the cake, but I'm good for maybe one or two slices. What are you going to do with the rest of that cake? Okay. Well,
1: the cake was a hologram because I didn't think anybody was going to eat it. Oh, thanks. That's it's, great. So well, it's mostly decoration. Fine, whatever, fine. But if there was a real cake, I would give you a slice. But you know I wouldn't do? It. I wouldn't bring a present somebody else's birthday for you. I'd just probably respect the birthday and bring the present to them.
0: Fine, fine. You want me to get a present for her instead? Well, no, not now. It's ruined. You ruined it.
1: Ruined the birthday.
0: Uh, Man, I've been running into a lot of astronauts out on the streets these days.
1: They are rude people, aren't they?
0: Yeah, well, they've become rude now ever since the space agency shut down and all those astronauts got put out of work.
1: And they walk around like they think they're celebrities or something. They do always
0: look up towards the sky.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess that could be because they miss it.
0: But still, that doesn't give you a right to look down on me.
1: You know, I don't look towards where my work is and, like, miss
0: that. Exactly. What are these guys? Workaholics or something? Yeah, good point. It's time to move on. I would say move on. Maybe if you would have had some transferable skills, like, oh, what do you do? You float in space? Like, what is that going to get you here on Earth?
1: And even when they say they've seen space, you know what? I've seen space. Stay from here. Look right up. Well, I mean, not now because it's daytime, but when it's nighttime, I'll be able to see it. Fine. Easy. Anybody can. When would I want to see it during daytime? Never. Wouldn't want to do it. Be too bright. Got other things going on during the day. Bored. Can't look up at the sky. Yeah, boring. At night, different story.
0: But these astronauts, 24 hours, just looking up, looking up. I've been saying they should be swimmers, scuba divers.
1: Oh, because they're already used to the suits.
0: And the kind of the like floating around, lazy, you know?
1: Yeah, but you know what they're not used to? is things swimming at them.
0: Again, another advantage that astronauts had is now taken away from them, which is good, because nobody should have a job this easy. That's right. They're just floating around in an empty void. Oh, la-di-da, I'm an
1: astronaut. Look Ooh. at me, look at me with your telescope late we're, at night. We're
0: piping in oxygen to keep me alive.
1: Yeah, spending precious oxygen that could be better spent down here on Earth.
0: Put a person on life support down here on Earth. Now we're talking. That's a good use of oxygen.
1: We got to put them in a whole suit, uh, an Earth suit to support them. Why not just put the whole Earth up there? I agree. Earth is already in space anyway.
0: Earth is already in space. Thank you. I'm glad you made that because that was my next point.
1: Astronaut trying to get a better seat at a restaurant than me. You're not better than me, pal. Exactly. No, sir.
0: And your job is just floating there doing nothing. So
1: Yeah, I float there and do nothing at work. You know what happens to me? Fired. Instantly.
0: Out on your ass. Where you belong. That's why it's good to see these astronauts finally get a taste of this.
1: sure is. It sure is. Now that the
0: space agency's gone and they got no skills to speak of.
1: And they think, oh, we used to be so far above you. Thousands of miles in space, way above you.
0: Oh, I won't do scuba because a fish might be down there. I'm not used to anything being around when I'm floating lazily. But I want my fish before
1: anyone else when I go to the fancy restaurant. Give me my fish. I'm an astronaut. Did I mention I'm an astronaut?
0: I've been in space, everyone. You know what they do up there on those shuttles? They hoard food. They just bring tons and tons and tons of supplies. And they just whiz whenever they want. And then eject it out into space. It's gross. If I peed where I worked, you know what they'd do? Eject you. Immediately. Right out of my ass where I belong. Yeah, that's right. Darn tootin'. So I don't see why these astronauts feel they should get a free ride on that one.
1: You know what? They breathe their own farts, man. All day long. It all gets recycled. Say what you want about filters, but at some level, they're breathing a fart. They've been up there in the spheres, ionospheres, atmospheres, all the different spheres, electrosphere.
0: Most people aren't equipped for that sort of thing. You're not supposed to be in those spheres. No, not at all. Supposed to be right down here on Earth.
1: Yeah, the where Earth you belong. Sphere.
0: Where you belong. Exactly. Next thing you know, they're going to be celebrating these astronauts.
1: Yeah, we'll have an astronaut day or something. We'll all have to get them a pie. Huh. As many pies as you can carry for
0: an astronaut. Oh, here you go. You've been in space. Well, good for you. Yeah. How many pies
1: can you carry, astronaut? Oh, none because your bones are weak from being in space. That's what I thought.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe you should have concentrated on not having your muscles atrophy. Jerks. <laughs> This is the end of another episode of the Dan and Jordan
1: Show right here at gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We will see you each and every Saturday at 7, but we're also around
0: all the time, so get at us on the social media at goodimprov. Send us a picture. Send us a story. Send us just one word, and we'll make fun with it in the show.